This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. You're listening to WNBF. A vacant blighted house met its end on Wednesday morning when City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram and Gorick Construction fired up the excavator. After about 20 minutes, what was an eyesore of a house to Conklin Avenue neighbors became a big pile of wood and glass. The property, located at 214 Conklin Avenue, will be incorporated into the city's side lot program. That means that either a neighbor will purchase the property or it will remain empty as a permanent green space for flood hazard mitigation. The city of Binghamton acquired the site after tax foreclosure by Broome County. $207,700 in funds for the demolition were provided by the Community Development Block Grant. Mayor Cram stated residents know blighted properties drag down entire neighborhoods, lowering nearby property values, attracting crime, and diminishing quality of life. The city will continue to be aggressive in acquiring and demolishing eyesores and protecting the integrity of our neighborhoods. The city of Binghamton will tear down five additional blighted properties in the coming weeks, located at 8 Franklin Street, 21 Pern Street, 18 Rutherford Avenue, 537 State Street, and 63 Walnut Street. One neighbor watching the demolition of the blighted property noted that it's an all-too-common phenomenon in Binghamton to have landlords abandon properties when they're no longer profitable, leaving them in a state of disrepair. He also noted that anytime neighborhood residents heard sirens or saw flashing red and blue lights, they already knew what property was the subject of police investigation. Mayor Cram also stated, Residents don't deserve to see this on their way to work. Neighbors don't deserve to see this when they look out their window. Kids who are walking to school don't deserve this. The condition of this property is clear and the city is taking action. A unique two-story building that had been a fixture on Upper Court Street in Kirkwood for almost a century was turned into a pile of rubble by a demolition team in a matter of minutes. Workers from Gorey Construction tore down the structure that had been home to service stations and at least one car dealership over the years. Broome County historian Roger Luther was surprised to see the activity on February 6th as he drove past the property just east of the Binghamton City line. Luther pulled over, grabbed the camera he always has with him, and took a few pictures of the demolition operation. Speaking on WMBF radio, Luther said, I loved that building. He thought the place would have made a nice little brewery or some other business. Luther said since he posted some of his photos online, he's learned everybody loved that building and everybody had plans to use it. He said the place was gone within about 45 minutes. Luther said he believes the brick building was constructed in 1929 by R.J. Bump for use as a service station. The place later was known as Gallagher Service Station, which sold Blitz and Gasoline. Raymond R. Knapp Auto Sales then operated at the site for several years. Luther noted railroad tracks ended next to the building. That's where coal was dropped from rail cars and then moved under Court Street using a conveyor system to the Binghamton State Hospital's power plant. The Court Street property is owned by an Elmira-based entity. Representatives of the company could not be reached to discuss a possible future use for the now-cleared site. The construction chaos continues as a Broome County Development Group races to reinvent the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. The massive project to develop what will be known as Oakdale Commons began just over a year ago. The biggest part of the transformation so far has been the development of a 140,000-square-foot House of Sport concept store to be operated by Dick's Sporting Goods. The company has said the Oakdale Commons operation will be the largest of its House of Sports stores. Operations at the Johnson City location are to start this summer. Some observers believe the company hopes to open the store in conjunction with the Dick's Sporting Goods Open, which will be held in four months at Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott. Sarah Casella, senior manager for corporate communication at Dick's Sporting Goods on Wednesday, indicated the opening date for the new store has yet to be finalized. 
The company's website currently lists several management positions that will be available for the House's sport unit in Johnson City. Meanwhile, several local and national businesses have been forced to leave the mall as construction work moves forward. Some operations received little advance notice that their current locations would no longer be available. Oakdale Commons representatives were not available for comment for this story. If you're looking forward to sledding or ice fishing at Nathaniel Cole Park in Broome County next weekend, the warm weather in the Binghamton area has ruined your plans. According to Chris Whalen, executive assistant to Broome County Executive Jason Garner, Broome County Winterfest has been canceled for 2023. Due to the warmer weather in the area, a generally mild winter overall, and no freezing blizzards in the forecast, there simply isn't enough snow and ice at Nathaniel Cole Park to hold the event. It's a plot twist that nobody could have seen coming. Sure, some days during the Binghamton winter have been a little warmer than the others over the years, but for the most part, you can always count on snow and ice to be on the ground at any given time around here in the month of February. We're only two years removed from Binghamton winning the Golden Snowball Award, a trophy ironically passed between upstate New York cities for whoever gets the most amount of snowfall, so being forced to cancel Winterfest 2023 because there's not enough snow and ice really says a lot about how mild this winter has been thus far. A white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison. Peyton Gendron was forced to listen as relatives of his victims expressed the pain and rage over the racist attack. Wednesday's sentencing was disrupted briefly when a man in the audience rushed at him and was quickly restrained. Gendron pleaded guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Judge Susan Egan said his rampage was a reckoning for a nation founded and built in part on white supremacy. A New York federal judge says former President Donald Trump missed his chance to use his DNA to try to prove he didn't rape a longtime magazine advice columnist. Judge Lewis Kaplan on Wednesday rejected the 11th hour offer by Trump's legal team to provide a DNA sample to rebut the claims of E. Jean Carroll. She said in a 2019 book that Trump raped her in the mid-1990s in a Manhattan department store dressing room. Trump says it never happened. Trump refused to provide DNA for three years before his lawyers said recently that he would provide it if the full DNA report on stains on Carol's dress were released. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today's showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight's showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. And then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. 
Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's an old life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. It's 613. You're listening to WNBF's First News. With me, James Kelly. I'm gonna say I am tired today. Not a whole lot of sleep going on last night. A good BU basketball game last night. Very enjoyable with the esteemed Roger Neal on the call. A good win for the Binghamton men's team. Binghamton women's team lost by five points, but a good game. 75 to 70. That's a high score in college basketball. So a good game nonetheless. But I'm exhausted today. That's what happens when you have a deep passion for Binghamton University basketball. Or when your radio station is broadcasting the game. So you're already interested. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. No reports of anything crazy happening on the Binghamton roadway so far this morning, so let's keep driving safely out there. And if you see anything causing traffic problems, give us a call. We will let everybody else know, and nobody will be late to work today. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 37. Today showers mainly after 1 p.m. A high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow rain showers and sleep before noon. Then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between noon and 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 27 degrees by 5 p.m. 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night's chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday sunny with a high near 41, Saturday night partly cloudy, a low near 27, and Sunday mostly cloudy with a high near 44, Sunday night mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. It's an M- on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jalen Brunson scored 28 points. Julius Randle added 25. And the New York Knicks cruised into their all-star break with their third straight victory, blowing out the Atlanta Hawks 122-101. New York settled things right from the start, building a 24-point lead in the first half and leading by double digits for the final 42 minutes of the game. The only sign of life from the Hawks came late in the third quarter when they crept within 11, but Obi Toppin and Josh Hart connected on back-to-back threes early in the fourth. DeAndre Hunter led Atlanta with 20 points. Mikael Bridges scored a career-high 45 points, including 15 in a row for Brooklyn to break open a game that had been close for three and a half quarters, and the Nets beat the Miami Heat 116-105 in the final game for both teams before the All-Star break. In his third game since coming from Phoenix in the trade for Kevin Durant, Bridges had an electrifying scoring stretch that could even match Durant. The Nets led only 90-89 before he went to work with an array of drives, three-pointers, and jumpers over the next three minutes. Good win for the Nets. 
Some local teams in action last night. The Binghamton men's basketball team defeated NJIT at home by a score of 86-67. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 21 points and 7 rebounds. Jacob Falco and Dan Petcash combined for 30 points. And Armand Harid and Tavion White also scored in double digits. The Binghamton women's basketball team fell to NJIT on the road by a score of 75-70. Deny Bowman's 18 points and Genevieve Coleman's 11 led the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome the 31 points scored by NJIT's Alejandra Zuniga. Both the men's and women's teams will be back in action this weekend as their conference tournaments rapidly approach. Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin and Mika Zimnajad each had two goals and an assist as the New York Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4 for their sixth straight win. Chris Kreider and Keandre Miller also scored for the Rangers, who are 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Igor Shesterkin stopped 25 shots. Andre Kuzmenko had a goal and an assist, and Curtis Lazar, JT Miller, and Connor Garland also scored for the Canucks, who have lost three straight. Elias Peterson had two assists, and Arturs Silovs had 22 saves in his NHL debut. Tage Thompson picked up his 36th goal of the season. Casey Middlestat had the go-ahead score late in the second period. And the Buffalo Sabres snapped a four-game losing streak with a 73 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. Alec Tuch had a goal and two assists, while Peyton Krebs, Dylan Cozens, Tyson Jost, and Middlestat each had a goal and an assist for the Sabres. Zemgus Gergensens also scored in Rasmus Dalen and Jack Quinn each had two assists. And Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Anaheim defenseman Cam Fowler had the fourth two-goal game in his 13-year career. Kevin Shatterkirk had a goal and an assist, and Derek Grant had two assists. Some baseball news. Frankie Montas needs shoulder surgery and will miss most or all of the New York Yankees season. As pitchers and catchers reported to spring training, Yankees manager Aaron Boone said the 29-year-old right-hander will have right shoulder surgery on February 21st. Boone said Montas could possibly return in the season's second half, he was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. Not a lot of talk in Yankee land about Frankie Montas. Yankees gave up a lot of pitching depth to get him from the Oakland Athletics. Hasn't really produced for the Yankees so far. Likely on account of that shoulder injury, I imagine he was dealing with some of the issues last season part of the reason why he pitched so poorly for the Yankees. But a tough loss for the Yankees because now they don't have a lot of pitching depth in the minors. Likely to be Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt picking up the slack for Frankie Montas to start the season. And baseball commissioner Rob Manfred says the league is prepared for whatever happens with Diamond Sports Group after the financially troubled parent company of 19 Bally Sports Regional Networks skipped about $140 million in interest payments. The missed payments started a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing, possibly leading to changes in how televised games are made available to viewers. Diamond is a subsidiary of Sinclair Broadcast Group Incorporated, and its regional network broadcasts games of 14 Major League Baseball teams, 16 NBA teams, and 12 NHL teams. 622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A stronger-than-expected January retail sales report suggests the Federal Reserve may have a way to go in its efforts to tame inflation. Despite that, stock prices rose Wednesday, if only a little. The Dow Jones gained 39 points to land at 34,128. The S&P picked up a quarter percent. The Nasdaq added nine-tenths. 
Asian markets traded mostly higher overnight as investors there studied Japan's record trade deficit. That country now imports $26 billion more than it exports. More than two dozen women have filed suit against the Olaplex hair care company, claiming that its products cause their hair to fall out and skin rashes to appear on their scalps. The company vows that it will, quote, vigorously defend itself against that lawsuit. And a panel of the Food and Drug Administration has recommended making the overdose-reversing drug called Narcan available over-the-counter. Overdose is blamed for about 100,000 deaths in the U.S. every year. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Uncle Sam. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. When you go out to eat at a restaurant, how much information do you like to see on the menu? Do you want to know what the ingredients are, or do you want to know how many calories, how much fat, how much sugar you're ordering up? Would your choices be different if the menu indicated how much of an impact your meal was having on the climate? Researchers at Johns Hopkins University decided to put this to the test. They wanted to see if they could nudge people toward making more climate-friendly choices by printing traffic light labels on menus. Red meant something was worse for the environment. Green meant it was better. And wouldn't you know it, the labels did lead people to choose more sustainable options. Now, the study's lead author here said, nudging people to make even small changes in the amount of meat that they eat can have really measurable impacts on reducing climate change. Something to think about next time you go out to eat. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. 
As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Six twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of anything crazy happening on the Binghamton roadways so far this morning, so let's keep driving safely out there. And if you see anything causing traffic problems, give us a call. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 37. Today's showers mainly after 1 p.m. A high near 55 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers, low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow rain showers and sleep before noon, then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between noon and 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 27 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow night a chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday sunny with a high near 41, Saturday night partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34. It's 6.30. You're listening to WMBF. Who takes... WMBF. 6.32 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. Entertainment News. Hollywood remembering the iconic Raquel Welch, her legally blonde co-star Reese Witherspoon, tweeting that she loved working with Welch on the film, calling her elegant, professional, and glamorous beyond belief. Director Paul Feig tweets that we've lost a true icon, remembering directing her on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, saying Welch was awesome, kind, funny, and a true superstar. Raquel Welch died after a short illness. She was 82. Rihanna definitely saw a Super Bowl bump. Luminate says in the day after her halftime show performance, her digital album and song sales were up over 300%, streams up over 200%, and of her most popular songs, the one with the biggest increase in sales, her 2012 banger, Where Have You Been, up over 1,200%. Today I thought about killing you. Kanye West tops Rolling Stone's new list of 50 horrible albums by brilliant artists with his 2018 album, Yay. And music superstar The Weeknd is 33 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. 
If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. You're listening to WMBF. A vacant blighted house met its end on Wednesday morning when City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram and Gorick Construction fired up the excavator. After about 20 minutes, what was an eyesore of a house to Conklin Avenue neighbors became a big pile of wood and glass. The property, located at 214 Conklin Avenue, will be incorporated into the city's side lot program. That means that either a neighbor will purchase the property or it will remain empty as a permanent green space for flood hazard mitigation. The city of Binghamton acquired the site after tax foreclosure by Broome County. $207,700 in funds for the demolition were provided by the Community Development Block Grant. Mayor Cram stated residents know blighted properties drag down entire neighborhoods, lowering nearby property values, attracting crime, and diminishing quality of life. The city will continue to be aggressive in acquiring and demolishing eyesores and protecting the integrity of our neighborhoods. The city of Binghamton will tear down five additional blighted properties in the coming weeks, located at 8 Franklin Street, 21 Pern Street, 18 Rutherford Avenue, 537 State Street, and 63 Walnut Street. One neighbor watching the demolition of the blighted property noted that it's an all-too-common phenomenon in Binghamton to have landlords abandon properties when they're no longer profitable, leaving them in a state of disrepair. He also noted that anytime neighborhood residents heard sirens or saw flashing red and blue lights, they already knew what property was the subject of police investigation. Mayor Cram also stated, Residents don't deserve to see this on their way to work. Neighbors don't deserve to see this when they look out their window. Kids who are walking to school don't deserve this. The condition of this property is clear and the city is taking action. A unique two-story building that had been a fixture on Upper Court Street in Kirkwood for almost a century was turned into a pile of rubble by a demolition team in a matter of minutes. Workers from Gorey Construction tore down the structure that had been home to service stations and at least one car dealership over the years. Broome County historian Roger Luther was surprised to see the activity on February 6th as he drove past the property just east of the Binghamton City line. Luther pulled over, grabbed the camera he always has with him, and took a few pictures of the demolition operation. Speaking on WMBF radio, Luther said, I loved that building. He thought the place would have made a nice little brewery or some other business. Luther said since he posted some of his photos online, he's learned everybody loved that building and everybody had plans to use it. 
He said the place was gone within about 45 minutes. Luther said he believes the brick building was constructed in 1929 by R.J. Bump for use as a service station. The place later was known as Gallagher Service Station, which sold Blitzen gasoline. Raymond R. Knapp Auto Sales then operated at the site for several years. Luther noted railroad tracks ended next to the building. That's where coal was dropped from rail cars and then moved under Court Street using a conveyor system to the Binghamton State Hospital's power plant. The Court Street property is owned by an Elmira-based entity. Representatives of the company could not be reached to discuss a possible future use for the now-cleared site. The construction chaos continues as a Broome County Development Group races to reinvent the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. The massive project to develop what will be known as Oakdale Commons began just over a year ago. The biggest part of the transformation so far has been the development of a 140,000-square-foot House of Sport concept store to be operated by Dick's Sporting Goods. The company has said the Oakdale Commons operation will be the largest of its House of Sports stores. Operations at the Johnson City location are to start this summer. Some observers believe the company hopes to open the store in conjunction with the Dick's Sporting Goods Open, which will be held in four months at Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott. Sarah Casella, senior manager for corporate communication at Dick's Sporting Goods on Wednesday, indicated the opening date for the new store has yet to be finalized. The company's website currently lists several management positions that will be available for the House of Sport unit in Johnson City. Meanwhile, several local and national businesses have been forced to leave the mall as construction work moves forward. Some operations received little advance notice that their current locations would no longer be available. Oakdale Commons representatives were not available for comment for this story. If you're looking forward to sledding or ice fishing at Nathaniel Cole Park in Broome County next weekend, the warm weather in the Binghamton area has ruined your plans. According to Chris Whalen, Executive Assistant to Broome County Executive Jason Garner, Broome County Winterfest has been canceled for 2023. Due to the warmer weather in the area, a generally mild winter overall, and no freezing blizzards in the forecast, there simply isn't enough snow and ice at Nathaniel Cole Park to hold the event. It's a plot twist that nobody could have seen coming. Sure, some days during the Binghamton winter have been a little warmer than the others over the years, but for the most part, you can always count on snow and ice to be on the ground at any given time around here in the month of February. We're only two years removed from Binghamton winning the Golden Snowball Award, a trophy ironically passed between upstate New York cities for whoever gets the most amount of snowfall. So being forced to cancel Winterfest 2023 because there's not enough snow and ice really says a lot about how mild this winter has been thus far. A white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison. Peyton Gendron was forced to listen as relatives of his victims expressed the pain and rage over the racist attack. Wednesday's sentencing was disrupted briefly when a man in the audience rushed at him and was quickly restrained. Gendron pleaded guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Judge Susan Egan said his rampage was a reckoning for a nation founded and built in part on white supremacy. A New York federal judge says former President Donald Trump missed his chance to use his DNA to try to prove he didn't rape a longtime magazine advice columnist. Judge Lewis Kaplan on Wednesday rejected the 11th-hour offer by Trump's legal team to provide a DNA sample to rebut the claims of E. Jean Carroll. She said in a 2019 book that Trump raped her in the mid-1990s in a Manhattan department store dressing room. Trump says it never happened. Trump refused to provide DNA for three years before his lawyers said recently that he would provide it if the full DNA report on stains on Carroll's dress were released. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight's showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. 
Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Six forty-four on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area: the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March twenty-fifth. It's going to be here a lot sooner than you think it is. We're almost a month out at this point. It's February sixteenth today. So not a lot of time left to get those tickets. Moving to the arena this year, tickets are on sale right now and start at sixty dollars for VIP and forty-three dollars for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. And we are close to the event. Let's go on and get those tickets today. Save yourself a little bit extra money. You know you're going to go. You know you're going to go to the event, so why wait? Just get the tickets. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and offer under $170. Making the game of golf more affordable. That's 645. You're listening to WMBF. Overhead. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. That sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health. Hey, hey. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 648 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. 
No reports of anything crazy happening on the Binghamton Roadway so far this morning, so let's keep driving safely out there. And if you see anything causing traffic problems, give us a call, and we will let everybody else know. Everybody will get to work on time this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 37. Today, showers mainly after 1 p.m., a high near 55 degrees, an 80% chance of rain. Tonight, showers, a low near 48, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before noon, then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between noon and 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 27 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. 649, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. The four biggest networks and your local television stations are in a state of panic. Can you guess why? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. It's a historic first. Local TV station viewers are leaving. In 2023, more Americans are watching streaming television programs than whatever ABC, CBS, Fox, or NBC can offer. In the language of TV programmers, traditional TV is now called linear TV, meaning you watch whatever's on, when it's on, and then it's gone. But you can stream a program anytime. YouTube and Netflix are literally neck and neck. NFL Sunday Ticket is now moving to YouTube. Viewers already think that streaming programs are better, which leads to even more viewers leaving traditional programming, which leads to lower program budgets and poorer shows and even fewer viewers. Sound like a tech pro, even if you aren't one, the easy way. Be sure to get my longer daily podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The address again, linkedin.com slash Kim, linkedin.com slash Kim. First, News Radio 1290, WMBF. 6.56 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jalen Brunson scored 28 points, Julius Randle added 25, and the New York Knicks cruised into their all-star break with their third straight victory, blowing out the Atlanta Hawks 122-101. Game had a lot of playoff implications. The Knicks were ranked seventh in the Eastern Conference, the Hawks eighth. Both teams trying to get to that number six to avoid the play-in tournament. 
New York settled things right from the start, building a 24-point lead in the first half and leading by double digits for the final 42 minutes of the game. The only sign of life from the Hawks came late in the third quarter when they crept within 11, but Obi Toppin and Josh Hart connected on back-to-back threes early in the fourth. DeAndre Hunter led Atlanta with 20 points. Nets in action as well. Mikael Bridges scored a career-high 45 points, including 15 in a row for Brooklyn to break open a game that had been close for three and a half quarters. And the Nets beat the Miami Heat 116-105 to in the final game for both teams before the All-Star break. In his third game since coming from Phoenix in the trade for Kevin Durant, Bridges had an electrifying scoring stretch that could even match Durant. The Nets led only 90-89 to before he went to work with an array of drives, three-pointers, and jumpers over the next three minutes. A good win for the Brooklyn Nets. Some local teams in action last night. The Binghamton men's basketball team defeated NJIT at home by a score of 86-67. to Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 21 points and 7 rebounds. Jacob Falco and Dan Petcash combined for 30 points. And Armand Harid and Tavion White also scored in double digits. The Binghamton women's basketball team fell to NJIT on the road by a score of 75-70. Deny Bowman's 18 points and Genevieve Coleman's 11 led the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome the 31 points scored by NJIT's Alejandra Zuniga. Both the men's and women's teams will be back in action this weekend as their conference tournaments rapidly approach. Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad each had two goals and an assist. And the New York Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4 for their sixth straight win. Chris Kreider and Kondre Miller also scored for the Rangers, who are 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Igor Shesterkin stopped 25 shots. Tage Thompson picked up his 36th goal of the season. Casey Middlestat had the go-ahead score late in the second period. And the Buffalo Sabres snapped a four-game losing streak with a 7-3 win over the Anaheim Ducks. And a bit of Yankees news. Frankie Montas needs shoulder surgery and will miss most or all of the New York Yankees season. Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt set to pick up some of Montas's slack. The Yankees traded away a lot of pitching depth to acquire him last year. The Yankees pitching staff not in a great place heading into the season. It's 6.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6.59 on WNBF, closing out hour number one of First News with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before Bob Joseph takes over on Binghamton Now. ABC News coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. You're listening to WNBF. A vacant blighted house met its end on Wednesday morning when City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram and Gorick Construction fired up the excavator. After about 20 minutes, what was an eyesore of a house to Conklin Avenue neighbors became a big pile of wood and glass. The property, located at 214 Conklin Avenue, will be incorporated into the city's side lot program. That means that either a neighbor will purchase the property or it will remain empty as a permanent green space for flood hazard mitigation. The city of Binghamton acquired the site after tax foreclosure by Broome County. $207,700 in funds for the demolition were provided by the Community Development Block Grant. Mayor Cram stated residents know blighted properties drag down entire neighborhoods, lowering nearby property values, attracting crime, and diminishing quality of life. The city will continue to be aggressive in acquiring and demolishing eyesores and protecting the integrity of our neighborhoods. 
The city of Binghamton will tear down five additional blighted properties in the coming weeks. Located at 8 Franklin Street, 21 Pern Street, 18 Rutherford Avenue, 537 State Street, and 63 Walnut Street. One neighbor watching the demolition of the blighted property noted that it's an all-too-common phenomenon in Binghamton to have landlords abandon properties when they're no longer profitable, leaving them in a state of disrepair. He also noted that anytime neighborhood residents heard sirens or saw flashing red and blue lights, they already knew what property was the subject of police investigation. Mayor Cram also stated, Residents don't deserve to see this on their way to work. Neighbors don't deserve to see this when they look out their window. Kids who are walking to school don't deserve this. The condition of this property is clear and the city is taking action. A unique two-story building that had been a fixture on Upper Court Street in Kirkwood for almost a century was turned into a pile of rubble by a demolition team in a matter of minutes. Workers from Gorey Construction tore down the structure that had been home to service stations and at least one car dealership over the years. Broome County historian Roger Luther was surprised to see the activity on February 6th as he drove past the property just east of the Binghamton City line. Luther pulled over, grabbed the camera he always has with him, and took a few pictures of the demolition operation. Speaking on WMBF radio, Luther said, I loved that building. He thought the place would have made a nice little brewery or some other business. Luther said since he posted some of his photos online, he's learned everybody loved that building and everybody had plans to use it. He said the place was gone within about 45 minutes. Luther said he believes the brick building was constructed in 1929 by R.J. Bump for use as a service station. The place later was known as Gallagher's Service Station, which sold Blitzen gasoline. Raymond R. Knapp Auto Sales then operated at the site for several years. Luther noted railroad tracks ended next to the building. That's where coal was dropped from rail cars and then moved under Court Street using a conveyor system to the Binghamton State Hospital's power plant. The Court Street property is owned by an Elmira-based entity. Representatives of the company could not be reached to discuss a possible future use for the now-cleared site. The construction chaos continues as a Broome County Development Group races to reinvent the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. The massive project to develop what will be known as Oakdale Commons began just over a year ago. The biggest part of the transformation so far has been the development of a 140,000-square-foot House of Sport concept store to be operated by Dick's Sporting Goods. The company has said the Oakdale Commons operation will be the largest of its House of Sports stores. Operations at the Johnson City location are to start this summer. Some observers believe the company hopes to open the store in conjunction with the Dick's Sporting Goods Open, which will be held in four months at Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott. Sarah Casella, senior manager for corporate communication at Dick's Sporting Goods on Wednesday, indicated the opening date for the new store has yet to be finalized. The company's website currently lists several management positions that will be available for the House of Sport unit in Johnson City. Meanwhile, several local and national businesses have been forced to leave the mall as construction work moves forward. Some operations received little advance notice that their current locations would no longer be available. Oakdale Commons representatives were not available for comment for this story. If you're looking forward to sledding or ice fishing at Nathaniel Cole Park in Broome County next weekend, the warm weather in the Binghamton area has ruined your plans. According to Chris Whalen, executive assistant to Broome County Executive Jason Garner, Broome County Winterfest has been canceled for 2023. Due to the warmer weather in the area, a generally mild winter overall, and no freezing blizzards in the forecast, there simply isn't enough snow and ice at Nathaniel Cole Park to hold the event. It's a plot twist that nobody could have seen coming. Sure, some days during the Binghamton winter have been a little warmer than the others over the years, but for the most part, you can always count on snow and ice to be on the ground at any given time around here in the month of February. 
We're only two years removed from Binghamton winning the Golden Snowball Award, a trophy ironically passed between upstate New York cities for whoever gets the most amount of snowfall. So being forced to cancel Winterfest 2023 because there's not enough snow and ice really says a lot about how mild this winter has been thus far. A white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison. Peyton Gendron was forced to listen as relatives of his victims expressed the pain and rage over the racist attack. Wednesday's sentencing was disrupted briefly when a man in the audience rushed at him and was quickly restrained. Gendron pleaded guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Judge Susan Egan said his rampage was a reckoning for a nation founded and built in part on white supremacy. A New York federal judge says former President Donald Trump missed his chance to use his DNA to try to prove he didn't rape a longtime magazine advice columnist. Judge Lewis Kaplan on Wednesday rejected the 11th hour offer by Trump's legal team to provide a DNA sample to rebut the claims of E. Jean Carroll. She said in a 2019 book that Trump raped her in the mid-1990s in a Manhattan department store dressing room. Trump says it never happened. Trump refused to provide DNA for three years before his lawyers said recently that he would provide it if the full DNA report on stains on Carroll's dress were released. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today's showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight's showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., Cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked, endless worrying about college, cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question, being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. I'm Mark. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with me, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No reports of anything crazy happening on the Binghamton Roadway so far this morning. So let's keep driving safely out there. And if you see anything causing traffic problems, give us a call. And we'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 38 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 33. 
today showers mainly after 1 p.m. A high near 55 degrees, six or 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow rain showers and sleep before noon, then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between noon and 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 27 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. At 714, you're listening to WMBF. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL, opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jalen Brunson scored 28 points, Julius Randle added 25, and the New York Knicks cruised into their all-star break with their third straight victory, blowing out the Atlanta Hawks 122-101. New York settled things right from the start, building a 24-point lead in the first half and leading by double digits for the final 42 minutes of the game. The only sign of life from the Hawks came late in the third quarter when they crept within 11, but Obi Toppin and Josh Hart connected on back-to-back threes early in the fourth. DeAndre Hunter led Atlanta with 20 points. A great win for the Knicks, both the Knicks and the Hawks. Some playoff implications involved in this game. The Knicks are seventh in the Eastern Conference, the Hawks eighth. Both teams trying to move up to six or better to avoid the play-in tournament for the NBA playoffs. A really good win for the Knicks. Puts the Hawks down a peg, gives the Knicks, I believe, a five or six game cushion there. Or maybe four or five. Mikael Bridges scored a career-high 45 points, including 15 in a row for Brooklyn to break open a game that had been closed for three and a half quarters. And the Nets beat the Miami Heat 116-105 in the final game for both teams before the All-Star break. In his third game since coming from Phoenix in the trade for Kevin Durant, Bridges had an electrifying scoring stretch that could even match Durant. The Nets led only 90-89 to before he went to work with an array of drives, three-pointers, and jumpers over the next three minutes. Another good win for the Nets. Now, say this about the Nets. This is the what's floating around the Nets' Twitter sphere. They're a little bit happy that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are gone. I think this new Nets team, with mostly role players, actually much better defensively and much better at playing as a team, sharing the ball really well. And of course, you still have Cam Thomas, who played really well once Kyrie Irving was traded. He had three 40-point games in a row. And now Mikael Bridges scoring 45 points, getting contributions from people you really wouldn't expect it from on any other team, or if Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving were on this team still. 
So the net's in a pretty good place going forward. Some of the local teams in action last night. The Binghamton men's basketball team defeated NJIT at home by a score of 86-67. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 21 points and 7 rebounds. Jacob Falco and Dan Petcash combined for 30 points, and Armand Harid and Tavion White also scored in double digits. The Binghamton women's basketball team fell to NJIT on the road by a score of 75-70. Deny Bowman's 18 points and Genevieve Coleman's 11 led the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome the 31 points scored by NJIT's Alejandra Zaniga. Both the men's and women's teams will be back in action on Saturday as their conference tournaments rapidly approach. Some hockey action, Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad each had two goals and an assist, and the New York Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4 for their sixth straight win. Chris Kreider and Keandre Miller also scored for the Rangers, who are 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Igor Shesterkin stopped 25 shots. And for the Sabres, Tage Thompson picked up his 36th goal of the season. Casey Middlestat had the go-ahead score late in the second period, and the Buffalo Sabres snapped a four-game losing streak with a 7-3 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. Alex Tuch had a goal and two assists, while Peyton Krebs, Dylan Cozens, Tyson Jost, and Middlestat each had a goal and an assist for the Sabres. Zemgis Gergensens also scored, Ras and Rasmus Dalen and Jack Quinn each had two assists. Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Some bad news for the Yankees. Frankie Montas needs shoulder surgery and will miss most or all of the New York Yankees' season. As pitchers and catchers reported to spring training, Yankees manager Aaron Boone said the 29-year-old right-hander will have right shoulder surgery on February 21st. Boone said Montas could possibly return in the season's second half. He was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. It could be a potential explanation for his poor performance with the Yankees. And it looks like a tough trade now as the Yankees gave up a lot of pitching depth to get Montas from Oakland. Now could use that pitching depth with him sidelined for most or all of the season and not pitching well for the Yankees in the first place anyway. Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt expected to pick up some of that slack. And hopefully for Yankees fans, Nestor Cortez Jr. is able to get back on the mound by opening day. Otherwise, the Yankees rotation is going to be in a little bit of a tough spot beyond Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, and Luis Severino. Not a ton of depth without Nestor Cortez Jr. and Frankie Montas. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says the league is prepared for whatever happens with Diamond Sports Group after the financially troubled parent company of 19 Valley Sports Regional Networks skipped about $140 million in interest payments. The missed payments started a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing possibly leading to changes in how televised games are made available to viewers. Diamond is a subsidiary of Sinclair Broadcast Group Incorporated and its regional networks broadcast games of 14 Major League Baseball, 16 NBA, and 12 NHL teams. Six, or 7.23 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A stronger-than-expected January retail sales report suggests the Federal Reserve may have a way to go in its efforts to tame inflation. Despite that, stock prices rose Wednesday, if only a little. The Dow Jones gained 39 points to land at 34,128. The S&P picked up a quarter percent. The Nasdaq added nine-tenths. Asian markets traded mostly higher overnight as investors there studied Japan's record trade deficit. That country now imports $26 billion more than it exports. More than two dozen women have filed suit against the Olaplex Hair Care Company, claiming that its products caused their hair to fall out and skin rashes to appear on their scalps. 
The company vows that it will, quote, vigorously defend itself against that lawsuit. And a panel of the Food and Drug Administration has recommended making the overdose-reversing drug called Narcan available over-the-counter. Overdose is blamed for about 100,000 deaths in the U.S. every year. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Seven twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for ABC's political insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. The FBI searched two separate University of Delaware campus locations over the last few weeks, according to two sources. They reportedly found no new material with classified markings, but did take some papers for further review. It's part of the special counsel investigation into President Biden's handling of classified information. The Congressional Budget Office now says that when the U.S. hits its debt ceiling depends on how much the IRS collects by tax day this April. Either way, the CBO estimates the Treasury Department will run out of its extraordinary measures sometime between June and September unless Congress raises the amount the U.S. can borrow beyond the current $31.5 trillion credit line. With members of both parties demanding more information about those objects shot down over the U.S. and Canada, White House officials now say President Biden Biden's considering giving a speech on what his administration knows about them and what he plans to do in response. Andy Field, ABC News. News Radio 12.90 WMBF. 7:29 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Some late-breaking traffic news. We have some pothole repair on I-81 in both directions between Exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221, Marathon, and Exit 14, U.S. 11, New York 80, New York 281, Tully. We're going to have some mobile lane closures. Work runs today from 7 a.m. to noon. One right lane of two lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 38 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today showers mainly after 1 p.m. A high near 55 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tonight's showers, low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before noon. Then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between noon and 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 27 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. 731, you're listening to WMBF. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash OTC pain info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
NBC Entertainment News. Hollywood remembering the iconic Raquel Welch, her legally blonde co-star Reese Witherspoon, tweeting that she loved working with Welch on the film, calling her elegant, professional, and glamorous beyond belief. Director Paul Feig tweets that we've lost a true icon, remembering directing her on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, saying Welch was awesome, kind, funny, and a true superstar. Raquel Welch died after a short illness. She was 82. Rihanna definitely saw a Super Bowl bump. Luminate says in the day after her halftime show performance, her digital album and song sales were up over 300%, streams up over 200%, and of her most popular songs, the one with the biggest increase in sales, her 2012 banger, Where Have You Been, up over 1,200%. Today I thought about killing you. Kanye West tops Rolling Stone's new list of 50 horrible albums by brilliant artists with his 2018 album, Yay. And music superstar The Weeknd is 33 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Overhead. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit FDA.gov slash BeSafeRx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. You're listening to WNBF. A vacant blighted house met its end on Wednesday morning when City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram and Gorick Construction fired up the excavator. After about 20 minutes, what was an eyesore of a house to Conklin Avenue neighbors became a big pile of wood and glass. The property, located at 214 Conklin Avenue, will be incorporated into the city's side lot program. That means that either a neighbor will purchase the property or it will remain empty as a permanent green space for flood hazard mitigation. The city of Binghamton acquired the site after tax foreclosure by Broome County. $207,700 in funds for the demolition were provided by the Community Development Block Grant. Mayor Cram stated residents know blighted properties drag down entire neighborhoods, lowering nearby property values, attracting crime, and diminishing quality of life. The city will continue to be aggressive in acquiring and demolishing eyesores and protecting the integrity of our neighborhoods. The city of Binghamton will tear down five additional blighted properties in the coming weeks, located at 8 Franklin Street, 21 Pern Street, 18 Rutherford Avenue, 537 State Street, and 63 Walnut Street. One neighbor watching the demolition of the blighted property noted that it's an all-too-common phenomenon in Binghamton to have landlords abandon properties when they're no longer profitable, leaving them in a state of disrepair. He also noted that anytime neighborhood residents heard sirens or saw flashing red and blue lights, they already knew what property was the subject of police investigation. Mayor Cram also stated, Residents don't deserve to see this on their way to work. Neighbors don't deserve to see this when they look out their window. Kids who are walking to school don't deserve this. The condition of this property is clear and the city is taking action. A unique two-story building that had been a fixture on Upper Court Street in Kirkwood for almost a century was turned into a pile of rubble by a demolition team in a matter of minutes. Workers from Gorey Construction tore down the structure that had been home to service stations and at least one car dealership over the years. Broome County historian Roger Luther was surprised to see the activity on February 6th as he drove past the property just east of the Binghamton City line. Luther pulled over, grabbed the camera he always has with him, and took a few pictures of the demolition operation. Speaking on WMBF Radio, Luther said, I loved that building. He thought the place would have made a nice little brewery or some other business. Luther said since he posted some of his photos online, he's learned everybody loved that building and everybody had plans to use it. 
He said the place was gone within about 45 minutes. Luther said he believes the brick building was constructed in 1929 by R.J. Bump for use as a service station. The place later was known as Gallagher Service Station, which sold Blitz and Gasoline. Raymond R. Knapp Auto Sales then operated at the site for several years. Luther noted railroad tracks ended next to the building. That's where coal was dropped from rail cars and then moved under Court Street using a conveyor system to the Binghamton State Hospital's power plant. The Court Street property is owned by an Elmira-based entity. Representatives of the company could not be reached to discuss a possible future use for the now-cleared site. The construction chaos continues as a Broome County Development Group races to reinvent the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. The massive project to develop what will be known as Oakdale Commons began just over a year ago. The biggest part of the transformation so far has been the development of a 140,000-square-foot House of Sport concept store to be operated by Dick's Sporting Goods. The company has said the Oakdale Commons operation will be the largest of its House of Sports stores. Operations at the Johnson City location are to start this summer. Some observers believe the company hopes to open the store in conjunction with the Dick's Sporting Goods Open, which will be held in four months at Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott. Sarah Casella, senior manager for corporate communication at Dick's Sporting Goods on Wednesday, indicated the opening date for the new store has yet to be finalized. The company's website currently lists several management positions that will be available for the House of Sport unit in Johnson City. Meanwhile, several local and national businesses have been forced to leave the mall as construction work moves forward. Some operations received little advance notice that their current locations would no longer be available. Oakdale Commons representatives were not available for comment for this story. If you're looking forward to sledding or ice fishing at Nathaniel Cole Park in Broome County next weekend, the warm weather in the Binghamton area has ruined your plans. According to Chris Whalen, executive assistant to Broome County Executive Jason Garner, Broome County Winterfest has been canceled for 2023. Due to the warmer weather in the area, a generally mild winter overall, and no freezing blizzards in the forecast, there simply isn't enough snow and ice at Nathaniel Cole Park to hold the event. It's a plot twist that nobody could have seen coming. Sure, some days during the Binghamton winter have been a little warmer than the others over the years, but for the most part, you can always count on snow and ice to be on the ground at any given time around here in the month of February. We're only two years removed from Binghamton winning the Golden Snowball Award, a trophy ironically passed between upstate New York cities for whoever gets the most amount of snowfall. So being forced to cancel Winterfest 2023 because there's not enough snow and ice really says a lot about how mild this winter has been thus far. A white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison. Peyton Gendron was forced to listen as relatives of his victims expressed the pain and rage over the racist attack. Wednesday's sentencing was disrupted briefly when a man in the audience rushed at him and was quickly restrained. Gendron pleaded guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Judge Susan Egan said his rampage was a reckoning for a nation founded and built in part on white supremacy. A New York federal judge says former President Donald Trump missed his chance to use his DNA to try to prove he didn't rape a longtime magazine advice columnist. Judge Lewis Kaplan on Wednesday rejected the 11th hour offer by Trump's legal team to provide a DNA sample to rebut the claims of E. Jean Carroll. She said in a 2019 book that Trump raped her in the mid-1990s in a Manhattan department store dressing room. Trump says it never happened. Trump refused to provide DNA for three years before his lawyers said recently that he would provide it if the full DNA report on stains on Carroll's dress were released. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today's showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight's showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. 
Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Seven forty-three. This is James Kelly. You're listening to WMBF's First News. Now we have a few more hours left this morning to kind of enjoy the warmer, warmish weather before the rain starts to descend on Binghamton and it starts to get back to sub twenty degree temperatures. I have to say, yesterday was incredible. It was amazing. I think I might have sat out on my porch yesterday, shorts, t-shirt, barefoot for like two hours. Just hanging out there, playing a little music, throwing some darts. It was a great day. Had to enjoy that nice sun while you had it. And the nice warm temperatures. 65 degrees in Binghamton, New York on February 15th. Insane. And today's going to be a little warm too, but it's going to be cloudy outside. And later in the afternoon, it's going to start cooling down and raining. I might get a little bit of snow tomorrow. So that's not great, but it was, I really appreciated that one day of February. Uh, that's right what I needed right there from Binghamton. Just give me one day, one day, where I don't have to worry about putting on like seven jackets to come into work in the morning. I almost didn't even wear a jacket to work yesterday. I was so excited. I went out to a news conference as well outside. Don't get to do that too often. Got to see them tear down a building on Conklin Avenue, a blighted property. I really just enjoyed being outside, being able to get out there again. Gotta enjoy those days while you get them, especially around here. It's been a, uh, not a brutal winter, but it's been too cold to really go out and do anything as is expected in Binghamton during the months of November, December, January, February, March, April, maybe even May. It's too cold to go out and do anything. So we enjoy it while we have it. 746, you're listening to WMBF. 
749 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repair on I-81 in both directions between exit 9, U.S. 11, New York 221 Marathon, and exit 14, U.S. 11, New York 80, New York 281 Tully. There's going to be some mobile lane closures today from 7 a.m. to noon. One right lane of two lanes will be closed. You might see some delays in that area this morning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 38 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today showers mainly after 1 p.m. A high near 55 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers, a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow rain showers and sleep before noon. Then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between noon and 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 1 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 27 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers before 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. I'm Mark. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, if you've been seeing a lot of Elon Musk in your Twitter feed lately, turns out that's by design. A new report in Platformer finds that Twitter CEO Elon Musk ordered a change to the platform's algorithm after his Super Bowl tweet failed to garner as much attention as he expected. Suddenly, every Twitter user was seeing pretty much every single post that Elon Musk had made. Tech journalist Chris Stokel Walker says it comes as the popularity of Musk's tweets has been waning recently. There are lots of schools of thought behind that. Uh, Those within Twitter who are his engineers suggest that that might just be because people are growing tired of him. Musk has suggested the measures have since been walked back, at least in part. But Stokel Walker says the saga is about more than just Super Bowl tweets. The idea of one person having control of the de facto public town square is a concern, particularly when they seem willing to ignore societal norms that are expected of them. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jalen Brunson scored 28 points, Julius Randle added 25, and the New York Knicks cruised into their all-star break with their third straight victory, blowing out the Atlanta Hawks 122-101 in a game with some major playoff implications. New York settled things right from the start, building a 24-point lead in the first half and leading by double digits for the final 42 minutes of the game. The only sign of life from the Hawks came late in the third quarter when they crept within 11, but Obi Toppin and Josh Hart connected on back-to-back threes early in the fourth. DeAndre Hunter 
led Atlanta with 20 points. An important time for the Knicks and the Hawks. They were 7th and 8th in the Eastern Conference. That would put them in the play-in tournament to get into the NBA postseason. So very important win for the Knicks. Now as we stand, the Knicks and Hawks both trying to get to the number 6 seed to avoid the play-in tournament. And Mikael Bridges scored a career-high 45 points, including 15 in a row for Brooklyn to break open a game that had been close for three and a half quarters. And the Nets beat the Miami Heat 116-105 to 105 in the final game for both teams before the All-Star break. In his third game since coming from Phoenix in the trade for Kevin Durant, Bridges had an electrifying scoring stretch that could even match Durant. The Nets led only 90-89 to 89 before he went to work with an array of drives, three-pointers, and jumpers over the next three minutes. Good performance by him and a good performance by the Nets. Defense looking a lot more engaged without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Looking a lot more like a team effort out there. So Nets fans pretty happy. Some local teams in action last night. The Binghamton men's basketball team defeated NJIT at home by a score of 86-67. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 21 points and 7 rebounds. Jacob Falco and Dan Petcash combined for 30 points. And Armand Harid and Tavion White also scored in double digits. The Binghamton women's basketball team fell to NJIT on the road by a score of 75-70. Deny Bowman's 18 points and Genevieve Coleman's 11 led the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome the 31 points scored by NJIT's Alejandra Zuniga. Both the men's and women's teams will be back in action this weekend as their conference tournaments rapidly approach. I believe the men's team is at 1 o'clock on Saturday, the women at 4 o'clock. Some hockey action, Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad each had two goals and an assist as the New York Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4 for their sixth straight win. Chris Kreider and Keandre Miller also scored for the Rangers, who are 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Igor Shesterkin stopped 25 shots. For the Sabres, Tage Thompson picked up his 36th goal of the season. Casey Middlestat had the go-ahead score late in the second period. And the Buffalo Sabres snapped a four-game losing streak with a 7-3 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. And a bit of baseball news, Frankie Montas needs shoulder surgery and will miss most or all of the New York Yankees season. As pitchers and catchers reported to spring training, Yankees manager Aaron Boone said the 29-year-old right-hander will have right shoulder surgery on February 21st. He could possibly return in the season's second half. Montas was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. Not great, likely due to some of those shoulder concerns. At 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news. We got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. ABC News up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. You're listening to WNBF. A vacant blighted house met its end on Wednesday morning when City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram and Gorick Construction fired up the excavator. After about 20 minutes, what was an eyesore of a house to Conklin Avenue neighbors became a big pile of wood and glass. The property, located at 214 Conklin Avenue, will be incorporated into the city's side lot program. That means that either a neighbor will purchase the property or it will remain empty as a permanent green space for flood hazard mitigation. The city of Binghamton acquired the site after tax foreclosure by Broome County. 
$207,700 in funds for the demolition were provided by the Community Development Block Grant. Mayor Cram stated residents know blighted properties drag down entire neighborhoods, lowering nearby property values, attracting crime, and diminishing quality of life. The city will continue to be aggressive in acquiring and demolishing eyesores and protecting the integrity of our neighborhoods. The city of Binghamton will tear down five additional blighted properties in the coming weeks, located at 8 Franklin Street, 21 Pern Street, 18 Rutherford Avenue, 537 State Street, and 63 Walnut Street. One neighbor watching the demolition of the blighted property noted that it's an all-too-common phenomenon in Binghamton to have landlords abandon properties when they're no longer profitable, leaving them in a state of disrepair. He also noted that anytime neighborhood residents heard sirens or saw flashing red and blue lights, they already knew what property was the subject of police investigation. Mayor Cram also stated, Residents don't deserve to see this on their way to work. Neighbors don't deserve to see this when they look out their window. Kids who are walking to school don't deserve this. The condition of this property is clear and the city is taking action. A unique two-story building that had been a fixture on Upper Court Street in Kirkwood for almost a century was turned into a pile of rubble by a demolition team in a matter of minutes. Workers from Gorey Construction tore down the structure that had been home to service stations and at least one car dealership over the years. Broome County historian Roger Luther was surprised to see the activity on February 6th as he drove past the property just east of the Binghamton City line. Luther pulled over, grabbed the camera he always has with him, and took a few pictures of the demolition operation. Speaking on WMBF radio, Luther said, I loved that building. He thought the place would have made a nice little brewery or some other business. Luther said since he posted some of his photos online, he's learned everybody loved that building and everybody had plans to use it. He said the place was gone within about 45 minutes. Luther said he believes the brick building was constructed in 1929 by R.J. Bump for use as a service station. The place later was known as Gallagher's Service Station, which sold Blitz and Gasoline. Raymond R. Knapp Auto Sales then operated at the site for several years. Luther noted railroad tracks ended next to the building. That's where coal was dropped from rail cars and then moved under Court Street using a conveyor system to the Binghamton State Hospital's power plant. The Court Street property is owned by an Elmira-based entity. Representatives of the company could not be reached to discuss a possible future use for the now-cleared site. The construction chaos continues as a Broome County Development Group races to reinvent the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. The massive project to develop what will be known as Oakdale Commons began just over a year ago. The biggest part of the transformation so far has been the development of a 140,000-square-foot House of Sport concept store to be operated by Dick's Sporting Goods. The company has said the Oakdale Commons operation will be the largest of its House of Sports stores. Operations at the Johnson City location are to start this summer. Some observers believe the company hopes to open the store in conjunction with the Dick's Sporting Goods Open, which will be held in four months at Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott. Sarah Casella, senior manager for corporate communication at Dick's Sporting Goods on Wednesday, indicated the opening date for the new store has yet to be finalized. The company's website currently lists several management positions that will be available for the House of Sport unit in Johnson City. Meanwhile, several local and national businesses have been forced to leave the mall as construction work moves forward. Some operations received little advance notice that their current locations would no longer be available. Oakdale Commons representatives were not available for comment for this story. If you're looking forward to sledding or ice fishing at Nathaniel Cole Park in Broome County next weekend, the warm weather in the Binghamton area has ruined your plans. According to Chris Whalen, executive assistant to Broome County Executive Jason Garner, Broome County Winterfest has been canceled for 2023. Due to the warmer weather in the area, a generally mild winter overall, and no freezing blizzards in the forecast, there simply isn't enough snow and ice at Nathaniel Cole Park to hold the event. 
It's a plot twist that nobody could have seen coming. Sure, some days during the Binghamton winter have been a little warmer than the others over the years, but for the most part, you can always count on snow and ice to be on the ground at any given time around here in the month of February. We're only two years removed from Binghamton winning the Golden Snowball Award, a trophy ironically passed between upstate New York cities for whoever gets the most amount of snowfall, so being forced to cancel Winterfest 2023 because there's not enough snow and ice really says a lot about how mild this winter has been thus far. A white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison. Peyton Gendron was forced to listen as relatives of his victims expressed the pain and rage over the racist attack. Wednesday's sentencing was disrupted briefly when a man in the audience rushed at him and was quickly restrained. Gendron pleaded guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Judge Susan Egan said his rampage was a reckoning for a nation founded and built in part on white supremacy. A New York federal judge says former President Donald Trump missed his chance to use his DNA to try to prove he didn't rape a longtime magazine advice columnist. Judge Lewis Kaplan on Wednesday rejected the 11th hour offer by Trump's legal team to provide a DNA sample to rebut the claims of E. Jean Carroll. She said in a 2019 book that Trump raped her in the mid-1990s in a Manhattan department store dressing room. Trump says it never happened. Trump refused to provide DNA for three years before his lawyers said recently that he would provide it if the full DNA report on stains on Carol's dress were released. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today's showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight's showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Martin. on WMBF. This is James Kelly. You're listening to First News. 
Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between exit 9, US 11, New York 221 Marathon, and exit 14, US 11, New York 80, New York 281 Tully. There's going to be some mobile lane closures today from 7 a.m. to noon. One right lane of two lanes will be closed. You're going to see some traffic in that area. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 38 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today showers mainly after 2 p.m. A high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers mainly before 8 p.m. A low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleet before 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers and sleet between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44, and Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. It's 8.15. You're listening to WMBF. Beware of... WMBF. 8.18 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jalen Brunson scored 28 points. Julius Randle added 25. And the New York Knicks cruised into their all-star break with their third straight victory, blowing out the Atlanta Hawks 122-101. to New York settled things right from the start, building a 24-point lead in the first half and leading by double digits for the final 42 minutes of the game. The only sign of life from the Hawks came late in the third quarter when they crept within 11, but Obi Toppin and Josh Hart connected on back-to-back threes early in the fourth. DeAndre Hunter led Atlanta with 20 points. Important win for the Knicks that had playoff implications. The Knicks are now six games above 500, 33-27. They're sitting at seventh in the Eastern Conference right now. Trying to move up to sixth to avoid the play-in tournament. As are the Hawks, but the Hawks behind the Knicks at eighth in the Eastern Conference. Nets in action as well. Mikael Bridges scored a career-high 45 points, including 15 in a row for Brooklyn to break open a game that had been closed for three and a half quarters. And the Nets beat the Miami Heat 116-105 in the final game for both teams before the All-Star break. In his third game since coming from Phoenix in the trade for Kevin Durant, Bridges had an electrifying scoring stretch that could even match Durant. The Nets led only 90-89 to before he went to work with an array of drives, three-pointers, and jumpers over the next three minutes. That's like Nets fans seem to be pretty satisfied with the way the team looks. And it's tough to be satisfied with the Nets when you lose Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant to trades. But the Nets still playing pretty well overall. Some local teams in action last night. The Binghamton men's basketball team defeated NJIT at home by a score of 86-67. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 21 points and 7 rebounds. Jacob Falco and Dan Petcash combined for 30 points. And Armand Harid and Tavion White also scored in double digits. The Binghamton women's basketball team fell to NJIT on the road by a score of 75-70. Denied Bowman's 18 points and Genevieve Coleman's 11 led the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome 31 points scored by NJIT's Alejandra Zaniga. Both the men's and women's teams will be back in action this Saturday as their conference tournaments rapidly approach. Some hockey action. Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad each had two goals and an assist as the New York Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4 for their sixth straight win. Chris Kreider and Keandre Miller also scored for the Rangers, who are 7-0-1 in their last eight games. 
Igor Shesterkin stopped 25 shots. Andrei Kuzmenko had a goal and an assist, and Curtis Lazar, JT Miller, and Connor Garland also scored for the Canucks, who have lost three straight. Elias Peterson had two assists, and Arturis Silvos had 22 saves in his NHL debut. For the Sabres, Tage Thompson picked up his 36th goal of the season. Casey Middlestat had the go-ahead score late in the second period. And the Buffalo Sabres snapped a four-game losing streak with a 7-3 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. Alex Tuch had a goal and then two assists, while Peyton Krebs, Dylan Kozins, Tyson Jost, and Middlestat each had a goal and an assist for the Sabres. Zemgis Gergensens also scored, and Rasmus Dalen and Jack Quinn each had two assists. Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. Anaheim defenseman Cam Fowler had the fourth two-goal game in his 13-year career. Kevin Shattenkirk had a goal and an assist, and Derek Grant had two assists. Bit of bad news for the Yankees. Frankie Montas needs shoulder surgery and will miss most or all of the Yankees' season. As pitchers and catchers reported to spring training, Yankees manager Aaron Boone said the 29-year-old right-hander will have right shoulder surgery on February 21st. Boone said Montas could possibly return in the season's second half. He was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. That shoulder probably an issue for why he was pitching so poorly for the Yankees. Well, the Yankees gave up a lot of pitching depth to get him. Now in a pretty rough spot, Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt expected to pick up some of Montas's slack. And the Yankees just hoping that Nestor Cortez Jr. is fully healthy on opening day. Another bit of baseball news. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says the league is prepared for whatever happens with Diamond Sports Group after the financially troubled parent company of 19 Bally Sports Regional Networks skipped about $140 million in interest payments. The missed payments started a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing, possibly leading to changes in how televised games are made available to viewers. Diamond is a subsidiary of Sinclair Broadcast Group, Inc., and its regional networks broadcast games of 14 Major League Baseball, 16 NBA, and 12 NHL teams. It's 8.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A stronger-than-expected January retail sales report suggests the Federal Reserve may have a way to go in its efforts to tame inflation. Despite that, stock prices rose Wednesday, if only a little. The Dow Jones gained 39 points to land at 34,128. The S&P picked up a quarter percent. The Nasdaq added nine-tenths. Asian markets traded mostly higher overnight as investors there studied Japan's record trade deficit. That country now imports $26 billion more than it exports. More than two dozen women have filed suit against the Olaplex Hair Care Company, claiming that its products caused their hair to fall out and skin rashes to appear on their scalps. The company vows that it will, quote, vigorously defend itself against that lawsuit. And a panel of the Food and Drug Administration has recommended making the overdose-reversing drug called Narcan available over-the-counter. Overdose is blamed for about 100,000 deaths in the U.S. every year. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Eight twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. When you go out to eat at a restaurant, how much information do you like to see on the menu? 
Do you want to know what the ingredients are? Or do you want to know how many calories, how much fat, how much sugar you're ordering up? Would your choices be different if the menu indicated how much of an impact your meal was having on the climate? Researchers at Johns Hopkins University decided to put this to the test. They wanted to see if they could nudge people toward making more climate-friendly choices by printing traffic light labels on menus. Red meant something was worse for the environment. Green meant it was better. And wouldn't you know it, the labels did lead people to choose more sustainable options. Now the study's lead author here said, nudging people to make even small changes in the amount of meat that they eat can have really measurable impacts on reducing climate change. Something to think about next time you go out to eat. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. At Toshi. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 829 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some pothole repairs on I 81 in both directions between exit 9, US 11, New York 221 Marathon, and exit 14, US 11, New York 80, New York 281 Tully. Mobile lane closures from today are today from 7 a.m. to noon. One right lane of two lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 38 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. Paid non- on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
ABC Entertainment News. Hollywood remembering the iconic Raquel Welch, her legally blonde co-star Reese Witherspoon, tweeting that she loved working with Welch on the film, calling her elegant, professional, and glamorous beyond belief. Director Paul Feig tweets that we've lost a true icon, remembering directing her on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, saying Welch was awesome, kind, funny, and a true superstar. Raquel Welch died after a short illness. She was 82. Rihanna definitely saw a Super Bowl bump. Luminate says in the day after her halftime show performance, her digital album and song sales were up over 300%, streams up over 200%, and of her most popular songs, the one with the biggest increase in sales, her 2012 banger, Where Have You Been, up over 1,200%. Today I thought about killing you. Kanye West tops Rolling Stone's new list of 50 horrible albums by brilliant artists with his 2018 album, Yay. And music superstar The Weeknd is 33 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February 16th. You're listening to WNBF. A vacant blighted house met its end on Wednesday morning when City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram and Gorick Construction fired up the excavator. After about 20 minutes, what was an eyesore of a house to Conklin Avenue neighbors became a big pile of wood and glass. The property, located at 214 Conklin Avenue, will be incorporated into the city's side lot program. That means that either a neighbor will purchase the property or it will remain empty as a permanent green space for flood hazard mitigation. The city of Binghamton acquired the site after tax foreclosure by Broome County. $207,700 in funds for the demolition were provided by the Community Development Block Grant. Mayor Cram stated residents know blighted properties drag down entire neighborhoods, lowering nearby property values, attracting crime, and diminishing quality of life. The city will continue to be aggressive in acquiring and demolishing eyesores and protecting the integrity of our neighborhoods. The city of Binghamton will tear down five additional blighted properties in the coming weeks, located at 8 Franklin Street, 21 Pern Street, 18 Rutherford Avenue, 537 State Street, and 63 Walnut Street. One neighbor watching the demolition of the blighted property noted that it's an all-too-common phenomenon in Binghamton to have landlords abandon properties when they're no longer profitable, leaving them in a state of disrepair. He also noted that anytime neighborhood residents heard sirens or saw flashing red and blue lights, they already knew what property was the subject of police investigation. Mayor Cram also stated, Residents don't deserve to see this on their way to work. Neighbors don't deserve to see this when they look out their window. Kids who are walking to school don't deserve this. The condition of this property is clear and the city is taking action. A unique two-story building that had been a fixture on Upper Court Street in Kirkwood for almost a century was turned into a pile of rubble by a demolition team in a matter of minutes. Workers from Gorey Construction tore down the structure that had been home to service stations and at least one car dealership over the years. Broome County historian Roger Luther was surprised to see the activity on February 6th as he drove past the property just east of the Binghamton City line. Luther pulled over, grabbed the camera he always has with him, and took a few pictures of the demolition operation. Speaking on WMBF radio, Luther said, I loved that building. He thought the place would have made a nice little brewery or some other business. Luther said since he posted some of his photos online, he's learned everybody loved that building and everybody had plans to use it. He said the place was gone within about 45 minutes. Luther said he believes the brick building was constructed in 1929 by R.J. Bump for use as a service station. The place later was known as Gallagher Service Station, which sold Blitzen gasoline. Raymond R. Knapp Auto Sales then operated at the site for several years. Luther noted railroad tracks ended next to the building. That's where coal was dropped from rail cars and then moved under Court Street using a conveyor system to the Binghamton State Hospital's power plant. 
The Court Street property is owned by an Elmira-based entity. Representatives of the company could not be reached to discuss a possible future use for the now-cleared site. The construction chaos continues as a Broome County Development Group races to reinvent the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City. The massive project to develop what will be known as Oakdale Commons began just over a year ago. The biggest part of the transformation so far has been the development of a 140,000-square-foot House of Sport concept store to be operated by Dick's Sporting Goods. The company has said the Oakdale Commons operation will be the largest of its House of Sports stores. Operations at the Johnson City location are to start this summer. Some observers believe the company hopes to open the store in conjunction with the Dick's Sporting Goods Open, which will be held in four months at Enjoy Golf Club in Endicott. Sarah Casella, senior manager for corporate communication at Dick's Sporting Goods on Wednesday, indicated the opening date for the new store has yet to be finalized. The company's website currently lists several management positions that will be available for the House of Sport unit in Johnson City. Meanwhile, several local and national businesses have been forced to leave the mall as construction work moves forward. Some operations received little advance notice that their current locations would no longer be available. Oakdale Commons representatives were not available for comment for this story. If you're looking forward to sledding or ice fishing at Nathaniel Cole Park in Broome County next weekend, the warm weather in the Binghamton area has ruined your plans. According to Chris Whalen, Executive Assistant to Broome County Executive Jason Garner, Broome County Winterfest has been canceled for 2023. Due to the warmer weather in the area, a generally mild winter overall, and no freezing blizzards in the forecast, there simply isn't enough snow and ice at Nathaniel Cole Park to hold the event. It's a plot twist that nobody could have seen coming. Sure, some days during the Binghamton winter have been a little warmer than the others over the years, but for the most part, you can always count on snow and ice to be on the ground at any given time around here in the month of February. We're only two years removed from Binghamton winning the Golden Snowball Award, a trophy ironically passed between upstate New York cities for whoever gets the most amount of snowfall, so being forced to cancel Winterfest 2023 because there's not enough snow and ice really says a lot about how mild this winter has been thus far. A white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket has been sentenced to life in prison. Peyton Gendron was forced to listen as relatives of his victims expressed the pain and rage over the racist attack. Wednesday's sentencing was disrupted briefly when a man in the audience rushed at him and was quickly restrained. Gendron pleaded guilty to charges including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. He still faces federal charges that could result in a death sentence if prosecutors choose to seek it. Judge Susan Egan said his rampage was a reckoning for a nation founded and built in part on white supremacy. A New York federal judge says former President Donald Trump missed his chance to use his DNA to try to prove he didn't rape a longtime magazine advice columnist. Judge Lewis Kaplan on Wednesday rejected the 11th hour offer by Trump's legal team to provide a DNA sample to rebut the claims of E. Jean Carroll. She said in a 2019 book that Trump raped her in the mid-1990s in a Manhattan department store dressing room. Trump says it never happened. Trump refused to provide DNA for three years before his lawyer said recently that he would provide it if the full DNA report on stains on Carol's dress were released. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight, showers mainly before 8 p.m., a low near 48 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, rain showers and sleet before 1 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers and sleet between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., wind gusts as high as 26 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, 30% chance of snow. 
Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. And I talked in the 7 o'clock hour about how appreciative I was for the good weather we had yesterday. Not everyone, though. I'm sure the planners of Binghamton's Winterfest 2023 certainly didn't expect to have to cancel it because it was too warm in Binghamton in February. But the third annual Winterfest off the books now at Nathaniel Cole Park. Because there's just no snow and ice. You can't have a Winterfest without snow and ice. That wouldn't be much of a Winterfest. So it's a bummer that they had to cancel it. And a lot of people are going to be going on like snowshoe trail hikes. A lot of sledding, ice fishing. All of these great winter activities that just can't be done now. Because it's too warm. Warm enough for me to sit barefoot out on my porch for like two hours yesterday. That was the best. It was a very relaxing day yesterday. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Don't miss. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. 
We have some pothole repairs on I-81 in both directions between exit 9, US 11, New York 221 Marathon, and exit 14, US 11, New York 80, New York 281 Tully. We're going to have some mobile lane closures today from 7 a.m. to noon. One right lane of two lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 38 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today showers mainly after 2 p.m. A high near 55 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tonight showers mainly before 8 p.m. Low near 48 degrees. Chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow rain showers and sleep before 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers and sleep between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of snow showers mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 18 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, partly cloudy, a low near 27. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 34 degrees. It's 8.50. You're listening to WMBF. Some Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. The four biggest networks and your local television stations are in a state of panic. Can you guess why? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. It's a historic first. Local TV station viewers are leaving. In 2023, more Americans are watching streaming television programs than whatever ABC, CBS, Fox, or NBC can offer. In the language of TV programmers, traditional TV is now called linear TV, meaning you watch whatever's on, when it's on, and then it's gone. But you can stream a program anytime. YouTube and Netflix are literally neck and neck. NFL Sunday Ticket is now moving to YouTube. Viewers already think that streaming programs are better, which leads to even more viewers leaving traditional programming, which leads to lower program budgets and poorer shows and even fewer viewers. Sound like a tech pro, even if you aren't one, the easy way. Be sure to get my longer daily podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The address again, linkedin.com slash Kim. 
linkedin.com slash Kim. If you My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Go for real. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jalen Brunson scored 28 points. Julius Randle added 25. And the New York Knicks cruised into their all-star break with their third straight victory, blowing out the Atlanta Hawks 122-101 in a game with major playoff implications. New York settled things right from the start, building a 24-point lead in the first half and leading by double digits for the final 42 minutes of the game. The only sign of life from the Hawks came late in the third quarter when they crept within 11, but Obi Toppin and Josh Hart connected on back-to-back threes early in the fourth. DeAndre Hunter led Atlanta with 20 points. The Nets in action as well. Mikael Bridges scored a career-high 45 points, including 15 in a row for Brooklyn, to break open a game that had been close for three and a half quarters. And the Nets beat the Miami Heat 116-105 in the final game for both teams before the All-Star break. In his third game since coming from Phoenix in the trade for Kevin Durant, Bridges had an electrifying scoring stretch that could even match Durant. The Nets led only 90-89 before he went to work with an array of drives, three-pointers, and jumpers over the next three minutes. Some local teams in action last night. The Binghamton men's basketball team defeated NJIT at home by a score of 86-67. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 21 points and 7 rebounds. Jacob Falco and Dan Petcash combined for 30 points. And Armand Harid and Travion White also scored in double digits. The Binghamton women's basketball team fell to NJIT on the road by a score of 75-70. Denai Bowman's 18 points and Genevieve Coleman's 11 led the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome the 31 points scored by NJIT's Alejandra Zaniga. Both the men's and women's teams will be back in action this weekend as their conference tournaments rapidly approach. Some hockey action, Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad each had two goals and an assist as the New York Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-4 for their sixth straight win. Chris Kreider and Keandre Miller also scored for the Rangers, who are 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Igor Shesterkin stopped 25 shots. Tage Thompson picked up his 36th goal of the season. Casey Middlestat had the go-ahead score late in the second period, and the Buffalo Sabres snapped a four-game losing streak with a 7-3 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. Alex Tooch had a goal and two assists, while Peyton Krebs, Dylan Cozens, Tyson Jost, and Middlestat each had a goal and an assist for the Sabres. Zemgus Gergensen's also scored, and Rasmus Dalen and Jack Quinn each had two assists. Eric Comrie stopped 19 shots. And some bad news for the Yankees. Frankie Montas needs shoulder surgery and will miss most or all of the New York Yankees season. Montas was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees, probably due to that shoulder issue. It's a tough break for the Yankees. 8.59, you're listening to WMBF. Angie's. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 12. 
closing out the final hour of WMBF's First News, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now on deck.